Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, yeah. theology, and everything in between. <laughs> I just missed it. I just started recording when you stopped doing that. Man. <laughs> Makes me sad. Okay. Anyway, guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast. With your marriage and relationship experts, Michael and Rob, today yeah. we'll be tackling the tough issues and taking calls, not really, of all of your problems. Um, I have to go. <laughs> you don't want to talk to people's? Man, I love talking to people's. Sometimes, not all the times. No, this podcast is really my only real taste of anonymity like that people get from social media where I can just say whatever I want. And you're the one that has to deal with the backlash. So I'm crazy. okay with that. Um, it's only gotten to me a couple times. <laughs> so right, good. Hey, also I shaved my head. Did you see that? Very pretty. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it too. I'm actually going to grow mine out and braid it in the back. Oh yeah. That's a good look. I well, got, I'm sorry. Hold on. I should be, I should be a real friend here and tell you, no, don't do that. <laughs> We're, we're going to start a, an outreach to the Mongol biker gang. So I figure, mm. you know, you're going to have to get a big face tat, you know, that goes around. I don't know. Donna, not down for that. They're just trying to be all things to all people, bro. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, who knows? Paul had a face tat. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, not sure. <clears throat> Anyway, he had one down his arm that said to the unknown God. It said, it said Philippians 4.13. <laughs> he, was, he was that self-aware that he knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Thank you for joining in. It was, we should probably get to the marriage and a relationship topic today. So, yeah. in... Um, in in line with this series that we're doing, Christianity in Relation to, we've talked about race and ethnicity, we've talked about money and finances, and today we're going to talk about uh, uh, relationships and marriage. Let's just start off with saying that I am not an expert in this regard at all, and have been married uh, for, oh my goodness. Oh, um, shoot. 15. You can edit it, right? 15. <laughs> oh. Ah, 15 years i'm yeah. sure i'm wrong on that too no 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 it's been no hold on no 15 that's correct good job that's correct i had to do some math in my head yeah point is not an expert that's all i'm saying it's not an expert so she she's not gonna listen anyway bro all right <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true, but just in case, I love you and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Not see, sorry that I love you, though. I, I'm sorry for a different issue altogether. Oh, what was that motion for the grave again? From the grave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I have, um, we actually just celebrated our 34th wedding anniversary. So <laughs> that's not true. It's been talking about not to do math right. I was there for that. I know it's not 34. 
<laughs> 13 years in August it will be, yeah. There you go, okay. So yeah, not an expert by any means. So what else? Do at least you know how. At least you know how long you've been married. That <laughs> August twenty fifth, two thousand and seven. There you go. Right. 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 Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. I think the important thing, like we mentioned in the last episode, uh, relationships and marriage are usually the second thing that Christians have. Uh, that uh, unfortunately, like a real unfortunate, that 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 have trouble with more mm-hmm. often than not. Um, we can actually, whenever we do, me and Christina, when I say we, whenever we do marriage, premarital counseling sessions, we try to cover as much as we can in that to, to try to prepare people for that. I mean, we talk about, for example, money. We talk about money like we did in the last episode. Uh, we talk about family. We talk about kids. Uh, we always start with faith because crazy enough, believe it or not, um, uh, most people, luckily, by the time they get to us, have discussed like what their faith is, their belief system, the base of its structure. But normally that's a lot a bit different than you would really think as far as the two people hold it. I mean, obviously no people are the same, but right. that's an important thing to cover as well. Um, because those, all of those things, your family, your finances, your view on religion, um, all of those things have a pretty big play, whether you think they do or not in your marriage. And if they don't now, they definitely will later. So just add kids to that. And guess what? Whole nother tornado in there. <laughs> so, yeah, there's never been any other moment in my life when I realized how selfish I was than when children came into the picture. Well, Very you realize that, but like children are a whole other level. Yeah. I was about to say, like, you realize that how, how, um, how selfish an individual you are when you get married. Because all of a sudden it's like, oh man, this isn't all about me. Hold on a second. I thought you were here. <laughs> you were here. I thought you were here to help me. Yeah. Help well, me. Helper fit for him. It's in the Bible. You know. Agree. Uh, so I think lots of times Christians have an issue with that. So let's start. Let's try to narrow this down as much as possible because this is a huge issue. Or as Donald yeah. Trump would say, huge issue. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Huge. <laughs> It's not a, it's not a 30 minute topic for sure. No, but let's try to narrow it down a little bit. So let's go maybe, uh, the, the top three things that, that you've seen that maybe Christians could deal with a little bit better as far as dealing with relationships and marriage. And we'll see if they line up to my three things, or I could start to give you a minute to think, because as we've said in previous podcasts, Um, we're not prepared for this okay so i'd say one is um dealing with each other lots of times again it comes back to that selfishness thing lots of times we don't understand uh that you know you're you're not the center of the room right so (laughs) even when you're married it's a thing where i mean we have a perfect example of that within scripture as far as if we're talking about like an ephesians 5 sort of thing where you know, the, the, the husband is supposed to sacrifice for his wife as Christ sacrificed for the church. And therefore that leads to other things from the wife uh, because she seen a great, you know, the sacrifice that her husband is doing, therefore submits to him, which is a huge buzzword that people don't like automatically. But I think if we understand from a Christian perspective, there's a certain way that the Lord has set things up for marriage to work well. And more importantly, 
if we're talking about big picture, that marriage is supposed to be this picture pointing out to the world mm-hmm. of what Christ and his interaction with his church is. So yeah. if, we get, if we get that wrong, then we're already messing up the whole purpose of the picture. So yeah. like the one thing that I see lots of times is just selfishness. And let's just call out the dudes real quick since it was Father's Day this last Sunday or by the time this airs, it's been a bit longer, but like lots of times I think we as men just need to understand that, Hey, guess what? Like out of everyone in your household, it is literally the least about you. (laughs) Okay. Literally the least, like you are the one that is supposed to sacrifice. You're the one that's supposed to teach. You're the one that's supposed to lead. You're the one that's supposed to like, it's, it's not about whether you want to watch the game or not. It's just not, it's not about whether you're tired or not. It's not. Like there's things that, yes, you should not be stressed out and put your point to yourself to the point of where you just can't take it anymore, but that's where communication comes in. So let's go to the second step here. Communication, I think is a huge issue too, right? It's connected to the first issue of, you know, understanding you're not the only person in this marriage, but communication, if you're not talking, like all the, all the issues I've seen in any couple that I've ever had to talk to, it's always communication. Either he thinks that she's saying something that she's not, or she thinks he's saying something that he's not. And they're just, they're just assuming things and not talking to each other. Um, and not, and if they are talking to each other, they're talking to each other based on selfish motives and everything. The third thing is, um, I think it comes down to, again, if you, if you dig through both of those top layers, it'll come down to that third layer of their relationship. The individual's relationship to Christ is probably what's causing the disconnect in their relationship. So for example, if I'm a man that's not in the word, not pursuing uh, God, not, you know, doing diligently being digging into the word and understanding, you know, how God operates through time, what the story is, what that looks like, then that's going to affect how I communicate with my wife, which is then also going to affect if I think I'm the center of the universe and it all, it all falls apart off that. So, um, those are the three things I think within Christian marriage, if we're talking about specifically with Christians that I think breaks it down is that one, um, if we're not in the word and pursuing that, then everything else falls apart because then when our communication is broke, the selfishness piece comes in really strong and then it becomes all about me. And that just, you're asking for trouble at that point. So, yeah. Um, so in an effort to not say everything you just said, I, I actually agree with everything you just said, obviously, but um, I want to, so I, I, for my three, I have to pick one that you said already, which is the, this idea that um, something that you said before was that marriage is meant to show the relationship mm-hmm. to Jesus and his church. And that's true, Old and New Testament. The the picture of marriage has always been a picture of God and his people and that relationship. Mm -hmm. And and so um, since we're image, let's get theological for just a moment. If Since we're image bearers of God, right? Like we were made in the image of God on purpose. We're image bearers of God, um, meaning practically we are here first and foremost to show the world who God is to, to reflect what God is like to the rest of creation. So that being the case and the fact that the, the marriage in and of itself um, the, is a picture of God, of who God is and his relationship to his people. 
that has to be the foundation of your marriage, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the thing that's going to really either make it or break it when things are terrible, right? I think every couple should have to sit down and read Hosea together before they get married. Like, because it really, I'll, is- I'll include that in the premarital counseling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, that's, yeah. that's, it's just, it's such a, an epic picture of marriage and that whole idea of God and his people and mm-hmm. that, that marriage, because how often does, you know, I'm, I've shared with you before I last week, uh, just simply because of where we're at in Matthew, I preached um, the text and the Sermon on the Mount verses uh, 27 through 30 of chapter five of Matthew, where um, he talks about adultery and lust. This week, it's verses 31 and 32, which is essentially about divorce. Um, and the, the, whole, um, the whole idea uh, that we have about divorce, for instance, right? Like we think about divorce as this, um, uh, okay, if they commit adultery, um, then I can get a divorce. When like at the end of the day, even the even the texts in scripture that are about divorce are more about the weightiness of marriage than they Mm -hmm. are the act of divorce. So if we come into a situation um, or a text and say, okay, well, how, what is the uh, plumb line for me being able to get a divorce? Like you're already coming into it with a warped understanding of the text because yeah. it's, it's always about the weightiness and the importance of marriage a lot more than it is about divorce. Mm-hmm. And um, so on that note, like uh, one of the things is that foundation. It just, it has to be, I, I have to come into an understanding. I'm made to image God. We're made together to be a picture of God's relationship with the church. And so it should be a reflection of the gospel, right? Yeah. Um, and that's first and foremost, the whole goal. It's the goal when you have kids around you watching your marriage and that's happening, mom and dad. Right? Mm-hmm, for sure. You, your youngsters are watching how you act toward one another. And dads, if you're a jerk to your wife, your beautiful little innocent daughter who you don't want to date until she's 30 is going to grow up and look for and marry a jerk just like you, because that's what she knows. Right. And vice versa. Right. It's the same thing. So you, people are watching you and people are either going to watch you image Christ and, Mm -hmm. and his love, or they're going to watch you be selfish, you know? Um, Secondly, uh, I think this just comes from, uh, well, it's going to be obvious where it comes from, but uh, don't wait until you've already decided, like, we're probably getting divorced to seek help, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't that, when you do like pastoral counseling, almost every time someone is coming to you as like one of them, it's a last resort and the other one has already made up their mind and they just want to check this box that they tried, yeah. right? And uh, which is total garbage. Don't come to me with that trash. Like you, you either are going to work on this or you've already, you're wasting time. Yeah. Right. So go send. It's fine. You know? Um, And so that don't wait for that. Right. Which brings me to my third, I think um, major thing that 
that I, th I think is epically important and that is have mentors, right? Like be around married people who are good at it and have been married for a long time and have kids that are grown and what mm -hmm. all that whole picture, right? I have two of the elders that um, are at our church. Both of them have kids that are not kids. They're grown up. They have their own families. They're both grandparents now and uh, they have been married for like 20, 30 years, that kind of thing. Uh, not not 20, more like 30, both of them. Um, and actually one of them is probably more like 40 or 45. It's like they're, but they, uh, for, for me to not tap into that, mm -hmm. is stupid. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like a unicorn nowadays. Like what? Hold on. You've been more than 45 years. It's like, I didn't think those existed anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it really boils down to, you could couple that and make it really two things. Mm -hmm. It essentially, um, learn from other people, be mentored so that you're not that goof nugget that comes into the pastor's office as a last resort. So you can go get a divorce in two weeks. Yeah. Don't be that person because the weight of marriage is actually more important than your marriage. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's vastly more important than your particular marriage. It's a picture that you're telling the whole world, including your kids and friends and family and people who you're around that don't know Christ. You're telling all of them, this is what God and us look like. And so if you go out and cheat on your spouse or she cheats on you and you automatically go, well, now I can get a divorce, right? Without, you know, like mm -hmm. that's not what the text is about. Yeah. Right. Um, if that is your mentality, then you're missing the entire point. Um, yeah, I think, and that's, so if we're talking about Christianity in relation to this, I think that's something we really need to reclaim. Yeah. Like this understanding that this isn't just about you at all not even close if you say you're a christian and you're married your marriage that's like a secondary like its number one goal is to image what the church and christ are like and if you don't get that you've missed the whole point like you got married because she was hot or he was hot and y'all wanted to get it on like if that's why you did it like you missed the point <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're reaping the benefits of the bigger picture but you don't understand the bigger picture at all yeah. um and you think that and i think that's a good point sometimes people see like divorce as okay we're gonna pull the eject button here uh because it got hard rather than like you said i mean if you so read through hosea where it's like hey dude constantly going back after his wife regardless of what she's done um uh, <laughs> Even the poor kids' names are a reflection of what has happened, right? But over and over again, and at the end, the whole thing, well, not even at the end. I mean, he, we see God say it throughout the whole book, or the, the whole you know narrative, that this is what you guys are like to me, but this is how faithful I am to you. Um, and if we saw that, like if we really got that, it wouldn't be, oh, we're having a hard time in our marriage. It would be, okay, this is another opportunity to show how Christ interacts with us as humanity in the most difficult times um, and yeah. to be faithful, even when we are faithless um, is such a bigger picture and amazing thing. Um, and that's why Christian marriage should be different. I don't have the stats in front of me. I know I've heard the stats a thousand times, but the divorce differential is almost non-existent between the category of non-Christian and Christian, which tells us two things. I think one there's a lot of people that are getting married that 
would claim the name of Christ that don't understand the weight of that and are maybe not going through the proper steps of understanding what they're actually getting into. Uh, and two, don't understand, like you said, how weighty marriage is, like the message of it. They just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's why we start out every premarital counseling, which is, hey, y'all can think whatever you want, but just so you know, we're going into this on our side of the table of saying divorce, that's not an option, you know, barring extreme circumstances. Um, right. So. Yeah, I mean, so the, um, one of the, in my research for this coming Sunday, one of the, um, a lot of the, uh, reasons people use to get divorced are the ones that you would think of if you just had to guess at a list. Uh, one of which is the whole idea that we're just not in love anymore, or we're not like, we're not on the same page. We're not together. We're not a couple. I feel alone, you know, like mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And like it, that, that mentality does find its way into the church. And it's, it's actually all over the place in the mm-hmm. church. And that's why the divorce rate isn't any different. Um, because by and large, even as we work out some of our selfishness out of the picture, it still is about us, right? And so much of the time it is still about me. I know a gal that, um, is in, I mean, not like a call the police abusive relationship, but they, they got, um, she struggled with lots of stuff and, long story short, uh, when they were younger, she got pregnant, um, grew up in the church. She knows all about it. Uh, she got pregnant. They end up a couple years later getting married. He's a jerk. He's makes fun of her for coming to church. There are times that he's like, uh, don't go to that church anymore. Um, that means that's, this is the kind of tension that she lives with Mm -hmm. every day. Right. Um, and she just puts up with it. Right. Because, um, because, and she doesn't always want to, (laughs) right? Like Mm -hmm. it's a a terrible way to live. There are video cameras in her home, in the home, Mm -hmm. not to watch the steps outside. Um, like it's just, it's a terrible way to live and he's a jerk, you know, Mm -hmm. he's not a believer and, um, makes that clear all the time in a lot of ways. He spends their money when they probably need to pay the mortgage. Like it's a terrible situation. Um, and you could possibly make a biblical case, possibly, if you knew all the details, you could possibly make a biblical case for you need to step away, right? But she's not convinced of that because she understands this is a really weighty thing. Two, you chose to get married to this man, even though you knew. Mm 